Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. I am so glad to be in the Savin Sound Studio in Ellicott City, Maryland. Do you know why I'm glad to be here? It's not just to record another podcast. It's because I'm here with Dan, a live person. We're not on Zoom. We're not on, what's that other one, WebEx. We're not on GoToMeeting. We are actually in close proximity, socially distant from one another. I'm tired of Zoom. I'm tired of GoToMeeting. I'm tired of Teams. I'm tired of WebEx. I'm tired of webinars. I'm tired of all this virtual stuff. I'm even tired of virtual happy hour. And if you know me, you know I do not get tired of any kind of happy hour. So this has really become a serious problem. This podcast, Connecting in a Disconnected World, is a short one, but it's going to give you some tips and tools for staying in touch and staying in tune. Whether you're a leader or not, we all are tasked with keeping ourselves and others connected. It's both a survival and a self-care mechanism. Distancing that leads to isolation is so unhealthy, so painful, and so dangerous to our long-term psychological well-being. We need not just to be connected to the work, but also connected to the people who make the work happen, and even more important, to the people who warm our hearts. I want to start by defining connection. It's that closeness, that camaraderie, that communion that we experience with others. The degree of connectedness is contingent upon the depth of the relationship. It is that wonderful, wonderful feeling of being part of something or someone. We know the benefits of connectedness. We're not isolated. We get energy. We get insights. We get comfort. We feel safe. I know you can add to that list. The benefits are really endless. Now, these benefits assume that we have healthy connections. Dysfunctional connections are a topic for another podcast. Now, here comes the question. How do we connect? While texting and email certainly have a place, gadgets don't really get it when we want to deepen and strengthen our connections. I'm going to share a few options that can be used in just about every sphere of your life. Make a call. Send a card. Write a letter. They're more memorable, more rare, and more meaningful. I've got a friend, Yasmin Kaku, who regularly surprises me with a handwritten note. It makes me feel special. She takes the time, she makes the effort, and she makes my day. She also has the best stationery in the world. The next strategy is take the six-foot socially distant walk. You get to share time breathing fresh air and experiencing human contact. Schedule these walks or park bench sits to be with another person, not to be with a screen. 
The last one I want you to consider is turn it all off. Whatever the distraction is in your home, turn it off. Use the time to play games, to talk, to read, to enjoy music, to bake a cake, to practice yoga, to put together a puzzle, to hug. I know, hugging, I'm getting a little personal there. You get the point. Disconnect from technology that's consuming our lives for just a little while. What are your personal best practices for staying connected, especially to the people who nurture you? Take a couple of minutes and stop and think about them. After you've identified a best practice, think through what you can do to move it to the next level. Moving your unique approaches to staying connected to the next level, it's going to help you and help the people you care about thrive. Remember, your best practice may not work for someone else. I can tell you this, I am not a fan of road trips. Truth be told, I hate them. But I'm planning one this fall as part of my re-entry plan. I really miss travel for work and I miss travel for fun. And I'm still not seeing the places that I want to go opening up. So I'm going to take a road trip somewhere. Don't ask me where yet, but I'm going somewhere in a car. Devise your own re-entry plan and encourage your friends, your family, and your colleague to devise theirs. See where your re-entry plans intersect and go from there so that you don't get sad or depressed or really feel isolated. You can use your best practices in every sphere of your life. Now, I want to stop here and take a minute to specifically address a couple of strategies for staying connected to the people that you lead. What needs to happen for people to stay connected to each other, to you, and to the organization? These virtual meetings are just not enough. Many of us feel isolated in spite of the constant barrage of electronic interactions. Others of us, and myself included, have Zoom fatigue. So what can you actually do to bring people together? I have three ideas. Create one-on-one -on -one water cooler time. We miss the informal chats about our weekends, our partners, our sports, our hobbies. Just call one of your team members and have a chat. Don't schedule it. Make it a pleasant surprise. Do not talk about work. Make sure that the conversation is all about your shared humanity. Up next, and this one is really, really fun, draw names like Secret Santa style for monthly care packages. This allows everybody to send a little cheer to someone else on the team. You can do this within your family or within your friend circle. It's a big surprise to get a little box, to get an envelope filled with something that will make you smile. Last one, host a socially distant yard hour. Find out who's got the largest yard that would be willing to host this yard hour. Everybody bring a chair, bring your own beverage, bring a non-alcoholic beverage unless you walked to the yard. Staying connected is one thing, but reconnecting is another. I want you to stop for a minute 
and think about your dormant connections. They can be in your personal life or in your professional life. Who do you miss? Who may be missing you? Identify three dormant connections. What are you going to do to reconnect and when? The next step is to actually do it. Do it for you and do it for them. Be sure that you save your reconnecting energy for people who are positive, who are affirming, and who add value to your life. We've all got to put an effort into maintaining closeness in what could be lonely, isolating times. Connecting and reconnecting both require intent and action. Tune into your own needs and then build bridges with others. Mutual support and mutual encouragement make maintaining relationships in this disconnecting, disorienting time possible. Commit to connecting and reconnecting as both business imperatives and self-care sustainers. Stay well, stay well, stay well, and help others to be well. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe to get more relevant leadership learning. Check out my YouTube channel to stay prepared for leading in an ever-evolving world. 